Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah! So how many times do you think I've watched the video of my smoked... Tequila Mandala, tequila old-fashioned from Gaucho Grill yesterday. I think it has more impressions and views than whatever we did on YouTube I think today. I beat Taylor Swift on her Spotify album. <laughs> I, think I've got, I think I've got more uh, views or listens or whatever 289 million. Yep. I think, I, think I just went over the top. Towards our analytics for our social. It was yeah, so no, but good he just, He's the only one that viewed it. Did you see the box? Saw the box. Did you put it up yet? You got to uh, put it up. I, Car- it. Carlos said he was going to post it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll see if he has or not, and I'll, I'll retweet it. I'll post a, it myself. It's a great video. Um, it's unbelie- It's a glass box filled with cocktails, and it's filled with smoke. The presentation. And you open the box, and the smoke billows out. Just comes out. Have a little sip of the cocktail. You had a fog machine under you, too, so when <laughs> it got lights. to you, you just like were barely coming through. You couldn't breathe. It's a little afternoon. Can I tell you what the menu was? Yeah. You got a few minutes? Yeah. You ready to listen to oh, this? Oh, yeah. So it was me, Jason. So explain to those who have never been to Gaucho Grill. So Gaucho Grill, Grill has a handful of locations around town. We went to the one in Buena Park. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Gaucho, I felt very at home. And they cook it like on authentic Gaucho Grills. It's an okay. Argentine steakhouse. It's delicious. So um, Kirk Cartosian, who is our host, um, says, all right, let me let me order some stuff for the table. And they start with empanadas. And when I say empanadas, I don't mean they brought like one for you, one for me, one for Taylor. Mm-hmm. They brought all 39. of the empanadas that they make at the restaurant. Yeah. Not all, but four different types. We had the beef, which Damn. was ter- terrific. Okay. We had short rib, which was terrific. We had spinach and cheese, which was terrific. And we had al pastor, which was terrific. Those are just the empanadas that we had, Slee. Now, I'm going to, because I know you pretty well. <laughs> I'm sure you took uh, a knife and said, guys, look, I can't eat a whole empanada on my own. They're pretty big. And you cut it into four pieces. Two. <laughs> actually, I was kidding about you actually doing that, but I'm glad you did that. I, well, they were from and the it's table. Good to do it, but it's good to do it, too, because then the heat kind of gets out. You don't burn the living hell out of your mouth. This is not a hot pocket. They were terrific. So you'd cut them in, and we each would have a half of each of those different type of empanadas. They brought out this wonderfully freshly baked bread that comes mm-hmm. with two different types of chimichurri. The more traditional variety, and then they yeah. had the one that had the uh, habanero kind of yeah. infused into it. Wonderful. Are you under control <laughs> during these situations, or do you yeah. find yourselves at times like, "Hey, I gotta, I gotta slow so down." So Kirk a bit. was like, "No, no, no, you eat more, eat more." Like he was kind of egging me on, which didn't really have to twist my arm too hard. Um, then we had you don't like the food. We had three different types of steak. <laughs> We had a sirloin. We had two different types of skirt steak. We had a sea bass in white wine and chimichurri with a gaucho rice, which is uh, jasmine rice with carrots, uh, chimichurri. Yeah, that. My. <laughs> that gosh. right there. And then we finished the night. Uh, oh, we had a, a chopped salad with blue cheese and bacon. Delicious. And then at the uh, to, to wrap it all up was a chocolate bread pudding with uh, homemade vanilla ice cream. Do you have this written down, Travis? Is this off the do, top do of your I head? I look like I have anything written <laughs> down? Off the, off the top of your head. That's the most impressive part. It says Laker notes, <laughs> 22% three-point shooting, and then there's three pages on Gaucho Grill. I got. I don't have one single thing written down in front of me. This is how important I went home. I said, Susan, 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 sit down here. Come over here. Let me show you these pictures. Went through the whole thing. Showed her the menu. I, I have the menu memorized. It was terrific. That's impressive. You should come with me next time. It's top-notch. Hey, you Smoked tell me when you're ready. I'm, tequila I'm Mandala Old Fashioned in a glass box. Get that video up. I want them to see that. It I, was a good I, day. I really think it was. It was uh, a good day. And so. we continued it in this morning. Had a little breakfast burritos in the house. That was yeah. a, a good way to do it. The only thing that was Taylor kind of missing. And I shared Top Ramen last night. We had, there was. <laughs> it's not bad. What are you talking top, about? I got a breakfast burrito. Here yeah, you did get it. a burrito. <laughs> did you, you had the last one, I think, didn't you? I don't know about that. Yeah, it, it was, they were, they were pretty good. Mine had bacon, salsa, potatoes, cheese, That's a good scrambled breed. eggs. Ah, it's pretty good. It's a good breed. It wasn't a bad way to do it. Everything from the end of the show yesterday yeah. until mm-hmm. the beginning of the show today, and I'm, by the way, I'm enjoying our show a great deal today. The only little lull was like from 7 to about 9.45 when the Lakers took 30 more threes and missed, what did they miss? Basically all of them. They made 26% of them. 
And it just – Russell Westbrook didn't play, has a hamstring injury. He's yeah. uh, He missed that game. We'll see what they do with him on Friday 30. night. Eight of 30. Yeah. And it was just a really – Stark reminder, another one, that this team's in a really tricky spot because as good as LeBron can be at times, he had eight turnovers. Anthony Davis showed some flashes of Anthony Davis, but a lot of wincing and holding his back and looking like the tin man left out in the rain. And they just can't shoot. They play hard. They play defense. They compete. But the talent level is just simply not there. It's really hard to watch. Yeah, hanging with... I mentioned this. Let me give you a good example. Denver today, what the Lakers saw yesterday from Denver, three months from now, go look at the Denver Nuggets. They're not going to look like the same team that they looked like yesterday. Denver's only going to get better as Jamal Murray gets more acclimated. Guy was gone for a he year. He looked a little rusty. He's gonna. T- it's going to take yeah. a second. Michael Porter in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. If he eventually comes back, he's healthy. The Clippers, Lakers played uh, a few nights ago. When the Lakers play the Clippers on Thursday night, do you think in three months that Clippers team is going to be better, worse, or the same? Probably better. They should be, I'm imagining, yeah. better just as should the be. season progresses. Question is with the Lakers is, are they going to get better? Is 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 time going to be on their side? In one way, I want to say, well, yeah, because they got a brand new head coach. It's going to take a second. In one way, I want to say they got some new players, so it's going to take a second to acclimate. But the part that I have some hesitation with I don't think in a month, all of a sudden, Patrick Beverly is a sniper from the three-point no. line. Kendrick Nunn's a sniper from the three-point line. Austin Reeves, Russell Westbrook, go down the list. I don't think that part's going to change. What you've had so far, you know, last season, last two years, if you want to say, well, LeBron and Anthony Davis, they were healthy, or AD was out of the lineup this. AD's been there for all four games. LeBron's been there for all four games. You lost three of those games, and you could kind of say, you know— it, Okay, the Clipper, Clipper game, you could call it that they were in it. You weren't in it against the Warriors. There was no point yesterday, you thought. Maybe you thought at halftime, hey, they're in it. Before the third quarter starts down six 15. minutes into it, you're down whatever you are. That's the that's the part with the Lakers that I think is most discouraging. I don't know what's going to change. I don't know what's going to change. That's the part that's most discouraging. That's what not, I'm saying. Yeah, not, not that they're bad. That happens. I don't know if it's how it's it going to look like different gonna in a month. It feels like they're going to stay bad. Right, right. That, that's kind that, of the point. Of that's it. the point. And, and here, this is Vince Carter uh, on ESPN earlier talking about AD, um, how this is more on him than LeBron James. I want to get your thoughts on this because this just this just does not add up for me anymore. Okay. Uh, it's not much that you could do. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and it, it goes, I think it falls in AD's lap more so than LeBron. If I, I just looked at the stat sheet and it's, he had one free throw attempt. One free throw attempt. So that just tells me everything is jump shot. Everything's not aggressive. Everything's, the, you know, your shots are not to the basket. And the reason I say that is if you can get your team in the penalty outside of not being able to shoot the ball, at least you can draw fouls and score with the clock stop, giving yourself a chance to score other than settling for a jump shot or hoping that you can make a jump shot or whatever the case may be. So I, I think AD, they need something from AD more so than just 22 points. All right, so that's Vince Carter. Um, look, I, I, I get it. What he's saying is accurate, that you look at Anthony, Anthony Davis took two shots in the fourth quarter. Anthony Davis had one free throw attempt in the you whole know what, game. You know when that free throw was? First play of the game. First possession of the game. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I was telling Michael, I'm like, Michael, if there's a time that AD is going to be go after Jokic, maybe get Jokic in foul trouble. Right. Jokic has to play defense against Anthony Davis. First possession, AD gets to the free throw line and and one. I'm like, all right, there's already one foul for Jokic. That was it. Jokic had one more foul the rest of the game. Yeah. One and, more foul. And that's the only free throw AD took. And AD never went to the line. Right. So he took two shots in the fourth quarter. He took one shot in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. against Portland. This, whether it's Vince Carter, whether Charles Barkley said it on TNT a couple of nights ago, well, you know, AD's, LeBron needs to go to AD and say, dude, you need to do this. Guys, how many times are we going to say that Anthony Davis needs to do this before we realize it's not going to be in there? Whether he doesn't have enough dog, he's not aggressive, he doesn't want to go in the paint, he doesn't want to take over, however you want to characterize it. It's not going to, it'll happen sporadically just because he's talented enough. But he's telling you the type of player he is right now. He took one shot in the fourth quarter against Portland. He took two last night the, the before. He's not getting to the foul line. His free throw attempts are nowhere to be found. He's not going to do that, which to go back to your original point, Al, yeah. is 
if this is what you get with Anthony Davis, which yeah. is inconsistent performance and and long stretches of time where he's a non-factor, LeBron James is in year 20. There were moments last night where LeBron was great. There were moments last night where he was not. And I think that's just going to be what you get from him. Eight turnovers right. from LeBron. And, and, and he was good until he wasn't. The rest of the supporting cast is kind of busted. They, they can't make shots. They compete. They play defense, but you got to make shots or you got to take better shots or you got to get closer shots. They're not doing that. There is no help on the horizon. This isn't a perfect example, but the Rams are playing really poorly through their first six games of the season. But you can at least tell yourself, hey, once the offensive line gets healthy, once yep. Van Jefferson comes mm-hmm. back, once this happens or that happens, then let's see what it looks like. There are no if-then scenarios with this other than a trade which makes you think, okay, maybe they go from the 10th best team in the conference to the 7th. You really want to spend a bunch of you know money, metaphorical draft picks, capital, maybe a better way of putting it, to go from 10 to 7? Or do you just kind of ride this out? Like, What's the goal for the rest of the way? Because you're getting to that point in the schedule, their first 15 games, they could easily be 5 and 10, 6 and 9, something like that. And now you're thinking, okay, what do we do from here? That's a really tricky question, and the person that has to answer that is the same guy that put this team together in the first place in Rob Palenka. Okay, I got some ideas. Let's do it when we come back. Laker fans, if you're out there and you want to call in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. We do that coming back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Slee, it is week eight of our NFL picks against the spread with confidence points. Here yeah. where we are through the first seven weeks of the season. I have a lead, not a huge lead. I have 47 points. Emily is in second with 41. You are in third, 36, and Taylor is bringing up the rear at 31 points. Here we go. We're going to start where we always start. We're going to start with the Rams. The Rams are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against the San Francisco 49ers. I am going first here in this one. I really loathe picking against the Rams. I don't want to do it. I I believe in the football gods. I don't think you pick against your team. I think that's a bad way to do it. Why? But I also have seen what the 49ers have done to the Rams over the last several seasons. So I'm going to take the Rams, but I am going to put them all the way at the bottom at number one, Sliwa. All right, I, um, I'm i going to go with the Niners because the Niners just win in the regular season against the Rams. Seems like a good By reason. By the way, and if Rams won this game, they're they're also desperate for a W. Coming off the bye, if there's a game that they can get, probably this one. I'm going to go Niners. I'm going to put this one. Not that much confidence. I'll go two with the Niners. San Francisco two for Slee. Taylor, Niners and Rams. I think the Rams are going to come out on top on this one. I'm going to put them in my number two. L.A. at number two. Emily, there's uh, no game theory at play here. We've got the the field has been split. Who do you got? Uh, what's your saying? It's like when people tell you who they are, listen. So uh, that's kind of what the Rams and 49ers are. So I have the uh, 49ers at my two. At your two. All right. So that's not going to swing it too much one way or the other. Slee, you're batting leadoff like here. I any of these picks. The Raiders are on the road. Yeah. Beware of the home underdog. The Raiders are one and a half point favorites at New Orleans. Saints getting a point and a half. I don't like this, and it's not going to help me with USC and UCLA as well because those are really tough picks. Um, I'll go Raiders in this one, one. Raiders at one, Taylor. Raiders at my four. Ooh, why? We're going all the way. You're just feeling you've got a little it feels, uh, it feels right, love. You know? It feels right. Sometimes I've been going with my gut this whole time. You and- do know the Raiders have won two games and that they're <laughs> laying points on the road. 
Just just sticking asking. with it. Just making sure. Taylor, don't ever let him question your expertise. <laughs> 47 in first place, Travis. Yeah, I had that right. Emily, you're up next. <laughs> okay. So um, I have my wonderful SIG gods that helped me with this one a little bit. So Pierre uh, Carr has not lost to two teams in the NFL. One of them happens to be the Saints. Mm. So Derek Carr has always beaten the Saints. So I'm using that as my only thing to say here, that the Raiders are my three. Raiders at the three. Give me the game theory. Give me New Orleans at number two. Not because I think they're going to win or cover, but because it's a chance to pick up some points. Taylor goes first here. College game. USC. These are not easy. On the road in Tucson at Arizona. 15 and a half points. So SC needs to win by two touchdowns plus a point and a half, Taylor. I think they could do that. I think they blow them out uh, doing USC at three. All right, SC at three. Emily. Okay, so uh, come back after a loss that they hate. They need to prove something to the CFP committee. They had a uh, they had a buy. If there's any time that you're going to come out and you're going to smash somebody, it's today or this weekend. It's going to be USC my four. USC at four. It's my turn. I'm going to keep make it three out of three. I'm going SC at three. Al. For all the reasons she said, I agree with everything that came out of her mouth. Road, she's does, not wrong. No, they they have to, if they're going to get back into this, they got to absolutely smash yeah. some people. Yeah, she's not forty nine to zero. Yeah, Arizona three. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I I, I <laughs> would. I you know what? The only reason I didn't write it in your grid is because I didn't know if you're going to go three or four. She's not wrong. No. All right, but last one. Uh, Emily, you are going first here. It is the other college game. This one is a home favorite, a heavy home favorite. 16 and a half UCLA and Stanford. All right. So I uh, took a brief look at Stanford, how they did this year um, in their schedule. They can put up some numbers. They can put up double, di- they can put up 20s. They can't uh, put up fans. <laughs> they cannot put up fans, but it's fine. No, no one in California can. So I'm going to have uh, Stanford at my one. Stanford at one. Uh, my turn to go here. Um, I'm going to kind of take a – I'm going to get a, a win-win situation for myself. Okay. I'm going to put UCLA all the way at the top at four because that's all I have left. I don't think that they're going to cover because this is where UCLA usually face plants. But if they win or cover, I get what I need. And if they don't, I can tease my buddies who are UCLA fans. So win-win for me. What do you got, Slee? i only got one left, and it's the four as well. I might as well just go the opposite. We'll go Stanford. With Stanford. The go Cardinal. Ramona yeah. will be thrilled that you took Stanford. You and can this- – can- should solidify fourth place <laughs> Taylor, by the time this week. Bruins or Stanford? I don't think the Bruins can win by that much, so I'm going to pick Stanford at my one. I am alone with my UCLA pick. Not only am I alone, I'm alone at the top. That is, uh, that's not doesn't fill me with a great deal of confidence. Okay. I do not like that too much. All right, Slee. So we were talking about uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah. We were talking about the options that mm-hmm. you think that the Lakers have. The I goals. I want that music in the grocery store. Just when I'm walking <laughs> up and down Sprouts, I want that music. <laughs> Getting your oil changed. You're just sitting there waiting for it to your car, feeling like catching passes. Uh, Why not? What What are their options? What are their goals? They're 0-4. They're yeah. one of three winless teams in the league so far. It's early. It's only four games. Yeah. But they're one of only four or three uh, winless teams in the league. There is not help on the horizon, at least as far as new personnel without a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, they should get a little bit better with their shooting, but not a bunch. It's not like Patrick Beverly is going to turn into Clay Thompson. What do you do? What's wh- How do you play out the next 78 games? I, I think you got you got some big dates that are going to come up. And this is what I mean by big dates. If by the time you get to Thanksgiving, remember Woj had that tweet a couple days ago. I don't know if it's a tweet or he was on NBA Today. Basically saying like, look, most teams are not going to make trades until after Thanksgiving. Right. After Thanksgiving, teams are going to have an idea, including the Lakers. Yeah, are we good or not? Yeah, are, are, what are we doing here? Let's pick a direction. Either compete or, you know what, sell this entire thing off. Well, if you get to December 1st, you've already played 20 games. There's a whole new crop of players that can be traded after December 15th. Anybody who signed in the offseason, you cannot be traded until December 15th. Right. So now you have a whole new pool of players that could be available. Now you have a whole new pool of players that um, the Lakers could potentially go after. Yep. Here's the problem. Where are you in the standings? Because if you're 20 games in, let's say you're 25 games in, and you're already 10 games below 500. Okay, 10 games below 500, just whatever, using that as an example. Well, you got to be thinking to yourself. By the way, that's 5 and 15. That's 
If you're 25 games in. Oh, 25 games so in? you're seven and yeah. not, no, that's not yeah. good. Okay. Maybe that's too aggressive of the other way. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is if you feel we are already this far behind the rest of the pack, what will a trade do for us that's going to get us back in the mix? And Rob Palenka has said it himself. You have you said this, you know, you've said it before, but I know you said it earlier today. If you're not competing, if the trade doesn't make you actually competitive to go and, you know, potentially be a part of the mix yeah, here. Be in it. Palenka has said that. Palenka said that during media day. That That's how critical those two picks are. If you trade away the 2026 or 2027 and 2029 and you come back and you're a seventh best, seventh place team in the Western Conference and you don't feel like you can compete with these other teams, that's it. You don't have another move. The more I, I kind of think about the position that the Lakers are in, if you're X amount of games into the season, Trav, there might come a point where teams are ready to trade and you have decided, no, I don't think we're going to do it anymore. Right. I think we're better off letting Russ's contract expire. We keep our 2027. We keep our 2029. We got a 2023 coming, even though it's a pick swap with the Pelicans. You're going to get a pick. It's just not going to be the better of the two picks. They might be in a position that by the time teams are ready to start making deals that they decide, guys, we're going to have to punt this year and start looking at next season. I, I think that's it because the, the the first part of what you said is where are you? You'll have $30 million in cap space. Yeah. You'll have all your picks. Yeah. That at least gives That seems you, far more appealing to me. That at least gives you a um, – and I guess this is going to be the question. Is a guy like Braun is the front office – I don't know what they promised to Braun when he signs his extension. No, yep. no, we're going to compete every year. Yep. But I think you give yourself a much better shot next year than you do. But so, this year. so I'm glad you put it that way because we're going to compete every year. Okay, but I, I need to know what the definition of that is. Does that mean we're competing to be in the playoffs? Which, by definition, means year. that you're competing to be the tenth best team. Because if you make the play-in, you're kind of sort of in the playoff hunt. Like that. That's technically we're competing, but. Not really. Not not by the Laker standards. You said two things, and I think they're both important, but I think one's much more important than the other. The part that's less important to me is where are they in the standings in 10 games? It's not – or 20 or whatever the number is, right? It's not unimportant, but to me it's the second thing you think about. The first thing you think about is what's our ceiling? Even if we pull the trigger on a trade yeah. and we get two good – Role players. Yep. Okay. Not st good role Miles players. Miles Turner and Buddy Heald are two per good role per players. Perfect example. Yep. What are we with those guys? What is the best version of our team with those two players? Are we the seventh best team in the West? Are we maybe the sixth best team? Do we really want to go from ten to six and and spend all of this draft capital, kind of kind of hamstring ourselves as far as the uh, contract flexibilities at the end of the year, that that cap space that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that'll be gone because some of these guys leak. Right. Into, is that mm -hmm. worth going from 10th to 6th or 10th to 7th? That's the question. It's not do you do it or not. It's what do you get if, if everything works out perfectly? You make the trade, you send the picks out, you send Russell Westbrook out, you get two good role players. What is this team? Is it's not better than the Warriors. It's not better than the Clippers. It's not better than Memphis. It's not better than Denver. It's not better than Phoenix. It's not maybe not better than Dallas. So you're you're looking at seven, eight, nine, ten still. So why do it? So I'll, I'll tell you what they are. If they made that trade today, hypothetically they made that trade, I think they actually can compete. But what is your definition of compete? Because if that, you're yeah, that's what I just said. That, that, that compete like are the games closer? Do you win one out of three instead of one out of four or five? I think okay. I think I think they could compete. Period in the regular season, but you go up against one of those. I'm not convinced that they're going to beat any of the teams that you just mentioned. Could I be wrong? I can. You could be wrong as well. We could. Eh. They, they could. They <laughs> could find. They could potentially over time put themselves in a position where they can, but that's that's tough to kind of let that comprehend and think that that's what they they would be. What do you think, Laker fans? Do you, do, you, do you take the chance? Do you try to move up incrementally? Do you just cross your fingers and hope it works out? Or is it time to really ask yourself the hard questions like, look, the what's coming a year from now, two years from now? Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Anejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Might be more important than moving up one or two spots from the bottom to less near the bottom. Like I've said many, many times you before, Slee, I'm a smart man. <laughs> I I like that you Say immediately avert eye contact and look away like it's not true at all. <laughs> That's I've never heard anything less true than what you just said. Well, for the picks right now, you're a smart man. Yeah. I I think can I I'm going to be mean to all four of us. Okay. I think all four of us are bad at it. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I think I'm I think yeah, all four. I think all four. Had a couple four. weeks. You've gotten all of them right. Just one. You? I mean, I, I did have. I am coming off of a, a four for four week, but that was more, uh, you know, blind squirrel kind of kind of moment than know. anything. I'm else. I'm gonna go back on again and see if I could listen to <laughs> that Hold Raider on. game. Did, you want me to tell you what you no, picked again? I don't want them. You picked Stanford, nope. Arizona, Niners, Raiders, in that order. Not a good. Not a good week. Do you, let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. So Pac-12 had their um, basketball media day the other day, and George Kalikoff, who is the uh, commissioner of the Pac-12, was – I think State scrimmaged uh, UCLA at some point. Did they? Yeah. Um, so, he, you know, obviously the question is, SC and UCLA are leaving for the, the Big Ten yep. in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And the, the UC Board of Regents is trying to prevent that from happening because UCLA is a state-funded institution. They feel like they have the right to kind of veto this whole thing, and they're attempting to do it, and they're negotiating. The numbers are the Pac-12, these are round numbers. The, yep. the SC and UCLA each get about $20 million a year from the Pac-12 for their media rights deal, okay? If they go to the Big Ten, they get 80 each. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a $60 million difference mm-hmm. that you could fund a lot of athletic programs with that $60 million, which so I understand what they're doing. The question is, does anybody really care? Because you you do, and I we do the same thing. People know what we do for a living. People yeah. like to talk to us about sports. They ask us our opinions on things. We give them, and we ask them there. Not one person has ever come to me. I can't believe that SC, I know, I know the arguments. Well, what about the parents? And what about, I, I get it, that if you are a, your son's going to be on the golf team sure. at USC, and now he's playing in Ohio State, you might not get to see him as much. I sure. get it, and sure. I'm not in uh, you know unsensitive to that or insensitive to that, but we're talking about a few hundred parents. If you're an SC fan, you still, do you care if they play Oregon State instead of Indiana? Because does, 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 you're still going to play UCLA. You're still going to play Stanford and Cal. You'll find yeah. a way to make those games happen. Do you care if their middle of the season kind of throwaway conference game is against Purdue instead of Washington State? I don't, I don't, I, I don't get the sense anybody really cares. I don't know. Well, let's put it this way. Nobody's stopping you. Or, no one's stopping us and saying, hey, I really want to ask you this question about this upcoming UCLA situation. I have not got one of those, okay? I will say that for LA, if you're just talking LA, just talking for Los Angeles, there's so much more upside for them joining that conference and getting out of the Pac-12. That's just the reality of it. You know what's going to happen on a weekend? One weekend you're going to have Ohio State at the Coliseum, and then the next weekend you're going to have Penn State at the Rose Bowl. Right. That sounds like it's the uh, it sounds like it's the Rose Bowl like it literally sounds no 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 you get those and you're going to have some some clunkers you're going to have some games that aren't in the Pac-12 you have it in every conference you have it in the SEC like it just it happens that's the way that's the way it usually works so to answer your question I could for any anybody that says you know this is going against tradition it's this that I think those days are over. It I is think you got against I, tradition, but I don't know what what tradition we're trying to save. Right, the 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 tradition of SC and UCLA. Yes, you want to protect that. That's protected. They're still going to play each other. What about UCLA Arizona State? Exactly. Like, hey man, hey. You know, I remember when I was a freshman. Who is that? And this is uh, this is my Tempe guy. Okay. That, I remember that, that when was, I was a freshman. That was new. And uh, you know, we had a big game against Colorado. Colorado came in; they were two and seven. Nobody thought we were going to be able to beat that two and seventeen. Oh, yeah, we rushed the court, and we did. We got it done. It's, 
guys, you're going to play Michigan. You're going to play Wisconsin in football. That's fun. Yeah, I mean that. That's you're going to play Michigan State no, in it's, basketball. It's, that's fun. Playing against Oregon State and and and, yeah. and Utah. It's not the. Eh. You know what they should do. I don't know if this would help, but for the Chargers, instead of having all the games at SoFi, they should just sprinkle them around. Do one at SoFi, one at the Coliseum, one at the Rose Bowl. They can just kind of <laughs> rotate. The Chargers can rotate. Take your time. Yeah, take your time. I know. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot going on over there. I'm fine now. Because um, <laughs> you it, thought you were fine, and then it, I and tried. it fought back. I, I tried and to muscle through it. then you thought you were it. fine again, and it fought back I again. I did. I did. It gave me two counter punches. Usually, sometimes you get one. Got a jab. It, 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 came it, with it hit me cut. twice. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I'd like to watch my kid play, too. But if that's the objection, uh, bye. Yeah. Buy a warm coat, because you're going to go spend some time in the Midwest in the winter. That's the way that it's going to go. Daniel in Northridge. Daniel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Daniel? Hi. Good, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I think um, we're, we're not even close to those other teams, so I'm not making a trade to throw away my draft picks. But And, and I'm also sending Westbrook away, and he's not coming back. But the thing you got to really think of is 80 right now is at his highest peak, you would think. He scored about 25, 26 points, and he hasn't broken down yet, which we know is going to happen. So you really need to look long and hard about trading him for hopefully someone falls in love with him to get multiple draft picks, get some young role players in there, and get your cap space better. Because right now, you're, you're dead fish, and you're not going to want to extend AD in a few years. So you really need to get better players for LeBron. This season, guys, it's just about LeBron breaking the Kareem record. That's basically what this season's about. So, Daniel, let, let, let's let, let's use that as an example. Let's just say that – let's say the season ends and the only thing that we really look at this year is Braun past Kareem. There's other stuff that going on, but that's – That's the highlight. They're not you know, in playoff contention or even if they are, they're fine for the 10th spot or whatever the case is. This kind of makes me want to go back to what we were just talking about a little bit earlier, that if they find a stage in the season, which I think most likely is going to happen, where they start deciding – it's actually smarter for us to just keep the picks and let Russ's contract play out. Then I think Anthony Davis becomes a lot more interesting, not to trade, but to get more better talent next year with that cap space that you have. A Explain, guy that I, I would don't follow, fit. follow that last part. So he's saying trade Anthony Davis. Right. What I'm saying is if you're going to have all that cap space next year because you did not trade Russ, right. contract just You expired. have money to spend. You got money to spend and you have picks. Okay. Having Anthony Davis on your team is right now. If you're asking Anthony Davis to be the best player, it's it's just not going to happen. Right. Like I'm. I'm what sorry. It's, by now? it's it's not going to happen. And it and if it happens, then you and I would be both surprised right. that AD is having the type of year. I think what you have from AD. That's why I'm less disappointed about Anthony Davis because I've lowered my expectations for Anthony Davis. So it doesn't hit me the way it used to hit me a year or two years ago. But Anthony Davis with LeBron and then whoever that other player is or role players or whatever the case is, I'm much more apt to seeing Anthony Davis on a Laker team that actually has a good team put together than I, I am that. with than I, I am with Anthony Davis, LeBron, and then it's just those role players. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't is there anybody in this league that's dying to play with a twenty first year LeBron James and an Anthony Davis that gets worse year to year? But but, but this I mean, is a conversation we were just having. Didn't yeah. we just say that that was better for next yeah, year? Yeah, but than, not to build around this? Anthony Davis, but to think about what comes next. I know they've got him for what is it, three more years, something like that. Um I think two more years after this two year. Two more yeah, okay. Yeah. So two more years after this year. But I, I look the the it, we'll build around Anthony Davis thing, dude. Like you just said, uh, no, we're not. And and this idea that well, he I'll is one of your Anthony, pieces, but you got to have a I, lot more pieces. I, I get it, but he he can't. He's not going to be the guy that. Hey, I want to go play with AD. Not anymore. A couple years ago, sure. Mm-hmm. LeBron, as great as he's been, I don't know if people are racing to come play with LeBron in years 21, 22, 23. That just doesn't seem likely at all. So you're going to have to find somebody that comes for reasons other than that. That can be a part of it, but that can't be your opening pitch. Come play for a bad team with aging guys. I mean, it's no, not no, even, it's, no thank you. It's kind of funny. It's not even a pitch. We we were listening to Demar Derozan say this maybe a month ago, month and a half ago. Oh, he thought he was going to be a Laker. He thought he was going to be that playing was a with, year and change ago though. This now you're talking about so, playing out this whole season. That will have been two years ago yeah, by that point. Been a two off seasons. Yeah, that would have been. A that, two that's a long time ago. And he's got LeBron is already in year twenty. You're talking about adding more time. 
AD every night looks less likely You're to turn depressing into me. that guy. I'm not depressing. You're I'm depressing just saying me. I'm trying to find a way out. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find a way to because there is no quick fix. There is no if you do this, ah, everything opens up and it feels a lot better. Really hard decisions need to be made starting kind of now, at least in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. And the person that made the decision, the person put this team together. That's the scariest part of all. The Rob Palinka put this team together. The one thing you have to get LeBron James is shooters. And this is Fellas, what we hit have. Some shots, please. This is what we have. Get to 30%. <laughs> I mean 31%. Wow. You fix that? 32%. Uh, just extended that guy? Francis in Glendale says need more of the Tempe guy. He's he's busy. He's getting high again. He'll be back. He, he'll be back. He likes to party. He likes to hang out. He only drops in occasionally. He'll start a fight and then he'll leave again. That's what he does. That's what he does. The Dump, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Remember when this used to be a thing? Uh, it was today in 2004, October 27th, 2004. But I'll bring this back up a second. The Red Sox won their first World Series since 1918. The curse of the Bambino was finally broken when they beat the Cardinals. Uh, I believe that was the same year they came back from a 3-0 deficit against the Yankees when Dave Roberts Your stole boy. that base. Yeah, uh, an amazing Could have run a Golden run. Corral. <laughs> He Life could steal a base. He got. I mean, he could. He could definitely do that along the way. That was that was one of my favorite of the thirty for thirties that came out. That was a great one. That was one of my favorite. That ones. was a really really mm-hmm. good one. Um, you notice something we've talked about a lot today? Anniversary of the Angels uh, winning in 02. Yep. Uh, anniversary of the Dodgers 2020. winning in twenty. Anniversary of the Red Sox winning their first since nineteen eighteen in 04. Yep. The World Schedule's Series perfect. hasn't even it's started going. yet. It's going perfect. <laughs> the World Series hasn't even started You know what's yet. so cool about this year's Thanksgiving? It's game four of the World Series, and I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> it hasn't the World Cup too. started yet. That's right. The World Cup as well. It's th- These games, half of these games... Will be rained out. ...are going to be played in Philadelphia in November outside. It seems like a bad idea. That's why me. San Diego should have just got the... <laughs> even look... It was freezing out here last night. It was like 55 degrees. I don't want to be out in that. You had the jacket on. Oh, how you feeling now? Uh, better. I Because I, I you did tell me, can you, hey, can you turn down the air? I did. Well, I think it, the, my smoked tequila old-fashioned kind of gives a nice little mm-hmm. reset. Emily, do me a favor. Look up the weather in Philadelphia just tonight for a, a point of reference. It hasn't started yet. And by the way, if you think I am just keep saying that because I don't want to talk about the fact that the Astros are four wins away from winning the World Series, you would be right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, low to about 45. Uh, average is about 66 right now. Not terrible. No, no it's not, not terrible. terrible. Not terrible. You, you it can do that. It was pouring in one of those one of those Padre Philly games, and they just kept playing. They just, just play through it. Look, it, this is how you know it's weird. It poured in San Diego when the Dodgers yeah, were playing. That's how you know, okay, well, this is over. It's raining in San Diego. We did one of those duck boat things in San Diego when I was down there with my mother-in-law. By the way, kind of fun. I thought I would hate it. Is this in Coronado? No, uh, this was in um, Mission. What's, no, what's the place right down by the bay there? Seaport, uh, Seaport Village. Village. Yeah. yeah, Seaport Village. It was super fun. The it, the average you get like eleven days of rain a year in San Diego. Glad it rained when the Dodgers were up to bat. That was super great. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, LeBron James captioned an Instagram photo today after last night's loss. Uh, they are 0-4, and it said, how long will you be taken for granted? It's odd. This it's an, is Bron that is, posted that on Instagram? Yes, Emily? Yes, yeah, check your phone. I texted it to you, too. Yeah. LeBron James. Don't, don't yell at me. What, what did you say? You knew you were going to be Abercrombie. Jesus. <laughs> Don't ask about Abercrombie, and don't question her LeBron James Instagram. The world is I'm this. Trying to set you up for success. <laughs> what do you hmm. make? That's an interesting caption. Passive Look, aggressive. This is how long will you be taken for granted? Classic LeBron. Please, Come on. Taylor. We'll Taylor? get out of the way, bro. We'll get out of the way. <laughs> this is your world. No, I, I'm, I'm genuinely like when you see that. What's your reaction to? Because I, I, I'm, I think what you're about to say, I'm in total agreement with. This is, I am a LeBron James fan have been since he came into the league, but it's this kind of stuff that I can yeah, do with Be that. a leader, man. Take control of your locker room. You're the 20-year veteran. Like, just act like it. Act your age. You're not the 18-year-old kid anymore. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. 
so you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. That. Don't go to Instagram. That. It's this idea of, look, I get he's got to be incredibly frustrated. He's got to be incredibly disappointed that they're off to such a bad start. But to got go guys to, around him shooting 20%. I, I, yeah. I'm not saying it's entirely his fault. Oh, no, no, no. no. And Braun had eight turnovers eight yesterday. Turnovers. And Braun like seven is, for 17. Braun, yeah, he had a great night. He is also responsible for where the Lakers sit because it's LeBron James. Who, who's, he, who's he passive-aggressively saying is taking him for granted? Is it the Lakers? Is it Laker fans? Is it NBA fans? Like Who, who, is, who is this directed it's good towards? It's a good question. And, and I don't know. Without having any context to it, you there could, isn't any. It just says that. Which I'm saying is that you could take that as, oh, is he taking a shot at Laker fans? Is he taking a shot at his own teammates? I, I have no idea. But that's why it's not great, right? No, it's Be- not Because good. it's purposely ambiguous, because it's purposely plausibly deniable. If anything, it feels like the media's been sticking up for him today. I mean, Vince Carter... I don't think anybody has really taken a run at him in any meaningful. He's not playing great, but it, no one's saying the, you know what the problem is. AD is the one taking the blame. Russ is, is taking LeBron. the blame. AD, LeBron, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that these guys can't shoot. that That's a very odd caption from somebody who has written a few of them in their day. Just check my text messages next time. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that, Slee. She sent some good ones. What do you think he's talking about? <sighs> it's a good question, buddy. That That one throws me off. It really does. That's why I was like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? He posted that? Check your phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably totally unrelated to anything Lakers, you know. Yeah, right. It's just got something to do with uh, family stuff at home. It's just ambiguous enough that you just kind of say, oh, no, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Well, you know what's going to happen is we'll talk about it. Mason Island will talk about it. Sedan on Cap will talk about it. First Take will talk about it. Everybody will talk well, about it. Well, that's what he wants. What do you think it means? Right? I mean, that's exactly the reaction I think that he's looking for is people will try to decipher it. People will try to deep unpack it and figure out what it means. Could it be... But he has got no reason to do it on here. Hey, go make a freaking trade. Could we be. need some players. Oh, absolutely, it but, could be but, that. But he can go do that by walking into El Segundo at the Lakers training facility and having that conversation with the, with upper management. That's why this is weird. Because you're right. That you could just, hey, Rob, you got a minute? Can we, can we talk about what we're doing next? Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, sure. Come in. Have a seat. Let's talk about it. Right? Not, not super hard. But this is no. It wasn't about the front office. No, it's not about the fans. No, it's not about it's not about my teammates. It's about the uh, the guy that didn't wash my windows right on my car. And he's taken me for granted because I've, it's like it could be anything. When you don't say what it, it could, is, and, it could be anything. It could just be I'm in my twentieth freaking year in the NBA, and I'm still doing no player who's came into the league and been around for twenty years will accomplish what he's doing at year 20. Maybe okay. it's as simple as that. There's, let's put that aside. This is exciting. Okay. Amplifica, I think if I got that right, Amplifica Holding Group, a yep. San Diego biotech startup, is working to help balding people regrow their hair. They have uh, just under $12 million yep. in VC financing. Um, and based on technology licensed out of the UC Irvine, UC Irvine campus, yep. uh, its own research, Amplifica focuses on molecule combinations that aim to jumpstart dormant hair cells in the scalp. Yep. That, according to their chief executive, Frank Fazio, yep. where do you and I sign up? 
Can you, Mace, can you take your hat off for a quick second? Mace has got a full head of hair. I know he does. Yeah. That's all I'm looking he for. Doesn't Am I asking for too much? Yeah. No, that's asking for a lot. That's it? My asking, that's all you're looking for? My asking for too much. See, here, Just kind of put your hand. Here's what it is. All the way through. Mace, you don't get to participate in this because okay, you have hair. got it. You should be hoping to get to my level. No, and I'm, I'm just going to keep it that And I'm, I'm trying to avoid getting to yours. This, Listen, this is the that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys, if my option is yours, I'm just, I'm out. I, I understand. I'm but out. I, like, I'm trying to, I don't want to be the slee. And uh -huh. I think that if you guys, if all of a sudden you could glow what I've got going, which isn't great. Don't misunderstand me. But yeah. you got more. something going on up there. a little bit. Yeah. See, can I, is my, it possible to invest with this company? I mean, how can I... <laughs> Buy some stock. If somebody could actually cure, oh my gosh, baldness, can you imagine how much money they would make? Oh, it's it's the it's alchemy, right? I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a it's a license to print money. Um, here's let me, Ramona, you should answer this one for uh, me. Momo's too. here too. Hey, what up? Um, Momo, I picked Stanford. Let, let's do this. Let's start uh, to, super cross talk. I'll get. All right, so my I I'm losing my hair. I'm fighting the good fight at this point, and if the good people, well, you're at right, the you're on it. Yeah, no, I, I. Here's my fear. Tell me if, 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 if I, as a colleague of mine, I need you to tell me a hard truth. Oh boy. Okay. Yep. I'm okay with losing my hair. Yes. But I don't want to be the guy that appears to be trying to conceal the fact that he's losing his hair. I'd rather have hair than not. But I don't want to do the comb over. You're not I, doing I, the swirl. The swirl. No, you're fine. The swirl is you're fine. like the worst I'm, thing. Because I'm, you're combing it back. It. And you have enough in the back there. It's like the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> There's got some grass back there. And, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got a nice backyard, but my front yard, the tree is dying. I've got like one tree and it doesn't have any fruit anymore. Yeah. It's just kind of wasting away. I, I have a friend, I won't mention his name, but he's got um he's got he's balding, but he's got sort of an island of hair. Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's Manu Ginobili. It's Ginobili and back in the like day. And you like have to swim to the other edge <laughs> of, like the, of the hair. <laughs> exactly. It is. It's like it's like a, a little island made up to get to, yeah. Yeah, I won't say his An name. Isthmus of hair. Yes. I, I like that. I'm Arizona. We just went rocks. We're like, let's there you just go. let's not Desert, put any. Yeah, you got the you gravel know, front. You look, I, I mean, he has I, a good bald head. I can't imagine. I don't remember you with hair. Yeah. He looks 20 yeah, years older with hair. It's the weirdest it's thing. So I've random ever when seen. you say that. It's so I wasn't funny the when you only one. That. That when somebody put it up on Twitter, I would rather have my hair than <laughs> look 20 years older. Look 60 with hair. No one's tuning in for your hair. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're on YouTube today. What are you talking right. about? That's right. I repeat, no one's tuning in for your hair. <laughs> Hundred of people are listening. How and much? Like, it's, it's not really like it's true. a How? thing. It doesn't matter. It's okay. You're a radio host. Like, that's the point. <laughs> Obviously, different strokes for different folks. Yes. Right? Yeah. Those are but TV as careers. the only woman in here. Yeah. Uh, Emily, you wait on this too. So two women in here. How important is a man's hair to you when you're just evaluating their overall level of attractiveness? after you're married or before you're married. I mean, before. Before, it's important. <laughs> it is, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. It's fair. Like, Emily? Like, like, the truth is, if I was, if I, okay, I, I met Nevin when Does I was Nevin really have his hair? Yeah. Okay. And thank God. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. When I met his dad and his dad had hair still, I was like, good oh that was a plus <laughs> i was like yeah, that's that was a plus. oh so this yeah. was already part of the calculus mm -hmm. oh yeah we size you up all the way like we were like yeah does the dad have hair and then and then you get into but the, isn't it the, it's your it's your mother's, mother's father mother's father mother's father not right. your dad no, your no it ain't mother's it's your mother's no father. it's not it's my not. grandpa had a full set of hair and it's it's true and my grandpa and it's a generation in the sleewas my grandpa had travis hair and i've got my mom's dad had oh, had yeah. I've always been told, mm. I have the hairline of my mother's father. Yeah, that's kind of what I have. Been. Emily, what about you? How important is it? So for me, it has to be either or. It has to either be head of hair or bald. It cannot be like the in between gray area. And at my age, I haven't had as much of the balding ones. But if they can rock it, if they can like really own up to it and like have style other ways, I don't think it's a, a, immediately a turnoff for me. Okay. Yeah. It's, like if it's you... not a turnoff, but you gotta just you gotta commit one way or the other. Yeah, you gotta own it. Own it. But if Momo, you... the uh, the wigs in House of the Dragon, man, do they work for Ooh. you? They look great. The long yeah. hair, the silver hair, it looks yeah. great. Get a dragon wig, Slee. <laughs> no, never. Yeah. Never mind the people like on UC Irvine. Get a dragon wig. <laughs> now, are you guys dressing up for Halloween? It's Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. It, yeah. It, kind of weird, right? Are, are you? I didn't even it's, know. That I, that I was don't know. Bergman is dressing up, and Jorge is dressing up. 
Okay, if I, I'm in. If you guys, if you guys are in, I'm in. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'll do it. I can't tell. I can't tell if Mason. Oh, is. I'm so in, Slee. I'm so in. Do it. Do it. Mason is definitely not dressing. Do up. it. He's are definitely not dressing up. Monday, Ramona. I'm not here, not but here? I cross the street. I am. I don't. I don't know. Are you doing like NBA today? Do people yeah. dress up for? Uh, they do for Halloween? around the horn, but not for NBA today. Yeah. Well, be the trendsetter. Be, be the first. No, be, good. Be, she's are, the only are, one. Be the Lewis and Clark of I'm Halloween costumes. I'm already like the most underdressed, unstylish person on the show compared to the other people on this show, right? Like I'm next to Malika Andrews and Chanae, and they're like dressed to the nines with like right. jewelry and accessorized. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> I wore this last week too. <laughs> yeah, but you know stuff. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah that seems to be. I got a quick okay. story. I know, I know my role. Yeah, I know my role. I have, <laughs> since I started covering the Lakers, uh, Luke Walton. I just hear the word Lakers and I go, uh, wins. But go ahead. Luke Walton. Yes. Frank Vogel. Mm-hmm. Darvin Ham. Yep. The latest one was Darvin's first pregame that Lakers and the Clippers, mm-hmm. the presser. There's a theme here that happens when Ramona is in the room. Oh, okay? interesting. Okay. It's pretty funny. And it doesn't happen to anybody else. I literally don't see it happen to anybody else. Darvin Ham, for the first time, yep, taking a question from Ramona. You're going to make me embarrassed. Hey, Ramona, how you doing? This is in the middle of a presser. See? Okay? All right, this is the same thing with Luke. This is the same Mama's thing with Frank Vogel. Time. Every time she sits down and it's her question, right? Everybody asks her question. They go, they go. It gets to Ramona. They stop. They stop what they're doing. They say, Hi, Ramona. How are you doing? So does Darvin, ever, does Darvin ever say, hey, Slee, I'm good waiting. to see you? No. no. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to just have a regular, how's your day going? Like, I'm waiting for her to have those conversations. <laughs> did you ever get that sandwich you ordered? <laughs> did you get iced tea with that? Or what, did, did you, like, well, okay. She's there's got an juice, alternate Al. theory, okay? Oh, there's two uh, things going on here. Two things. The best. One is that I'm not there every time, so he sees you every day. And he's like, whatever, it's just Sliwa. No, if I, I see came him every, every day, once in a while, right? that yeah. would probably be the you same. You know, like the, the, the beat guys are there every day. Yeah. Right. Like they get used, it's like, do you tell your wife you love her every day? You should, but probably don't. <laughs> Might have missed a day or right? two in the last <laughs> 25 really, years. Do you really not? I don't think I've said it every day. No, uh, I say I, it. I say it frequently, but I not actually, every day. What about you and Nev? I try to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I say it every day, but I don't see him every day. <laughs> Love you, Lon. Like, there, I'm done yeah. for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get up, brush your teeth, but take like, a leak, say I love you. Love you. <laughs> see ya. Have a good day. There's a quality of like, you know, you guys again, and like, you know, when I show up, it's a little bit of more of an event, right? It's like, hey, I haven't seen you in a week or two. You know, like, she is under. In, she's out. underplaying it. They, is she? That, yeah. yeah, they just they, light up when Momo's in all, the room. And by Momo's the way, we all do with all three of the coaches, not just Darvin. No, it was literally. Whether it was Frank Vogel, whether it was Luke Walton, or it's... Would you go 30 for 30 if you went around the league? Would you get yes. 30 Hey Ramonas? Probably. Oh, <laughs> wow. Maybe not all. Say it out loud. Maybe not all 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah own awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah, I, pro- I probably would. Because it's, it's it's like, hey, you don't see me very often, but I know all of them. I'm trying to think if there's any coaches that I don't know personally. Of the Maybe like, some of the younger ones. No, nope, she I knows don't them. Think I, no, I don't think I know Will Hardy personally, the guy in Utah. Mm-hmm. I think we've we've like maybe I've been in San Antonio when he was there, but he was an assistant then. I'm trying to think who else. So he wouldn't light up when he's. Uh, they all know you from the TV. Yeah, they know you from the, TV. The though. TV is like, uh, not stepdad Leo and my mom watch NBA uh, today every single day. Do they really? And they're and not stepdad Leo's like. Ramona was really good today. <laughs> does he ever say Ramona? Yeah, I was going to say that implies he there are days he where he doesn't really say it. really does, but yeah. he's like, I think you're like the biggest star he knows. Oh, yeah, okay. So there, there is a part of me that I have a very like don't get too high, don't get too low thing about the, the TV stuff. Yeah. Because I'll never forget this. Frank McCourt. Do you remember Frank McCourt? Sure. How oh, do we remember Frank you? McCourt? I still give him $40 every time I pull yeah, into exactly. the trot. He still owns that part. <laughs> Frank McCourt would tell these stories like when he would walk around Dodger Stadium. He's like, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. The fans love me. Every time I see people in person, they're oh, like, hey, Frank, how's God. it going? You know, like there's a quality of like when you're on TV, people think like they're just nice to you to your face. Doesn't mean they actually like you. <laughs> I don't think people look at you like I was going to say Frank McCourt. Frank McCourt yeah. was not a good you example. You and Frank McCourt are not. <laughs> that's not, not, a, not of the same that's party. That's not a comp. People are probably not in the same party. Frank humble, McCourt. Okay? I understand. I, so no, you know what it is. I, I try to develop personal relationships with with everyone. Well, I that's exactly yeah, you could tell. You could tell. You that's exactly that what it is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of personal relationships and occupations, 
Al told a story earlier today about one of the first jobs he applied for yeah. to be a was it a busboy? I think it was a busboy. A, yeah. a busboy at Golden Corral. Yeah. Okay? Golden Corral. He, he was going to be a but we were 15, 16, 16 years 16 old. 16 years yep. old. And manager at Golden Corral El Cajon. Had a good interview. My first interview was good. <laughs> calls him back and says, "Alan, good news. We'd like to offer you the job at Golden Corral." 16-year-old Alan Sue goes, let me get back to you on that. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I had something working with Kennedy Recreation Center. Yeah, oh, God. I it. wanted to be at the rec center. Yes. Golden Corral called me out of the blue. <laughs> right. And there was a me, bidding war. Offered me the job. <laughs> so then I had to go back to Kennedy and say, guys, uh, I don't know what you guys are doing over there, but Golden Corral's interested. And then by the time I called Golden Corral and said, guys, I am interested, they were no longer interested. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't feel on. like... They didn't feel like I really wanted it. Busboy wasn't a priority to you, so why would they hire him? Well, they yes. told him they didn't feel like he was committed enough to the position. Oh, you <laughs> so, know what? It's a hard lesson. So, hey. so I moved here twice. I moved here. I, I don't talk about this a lot. I moved here in 1987 to work in uh, TV production right. and film production and worked on a couple shows and all that stuff. And then a writer's strike hit. So I'm like, well, okay. I'd already done Morning Drive in Toledo. I'm like, okay, I got to get another job. Uh, so I go to Coco's. And I applied for a waiter's job at Coco's. Yeah. Did not get <laughs> the waiter's job at Coco's. And I am like, I've got to go back to Ohio. I can't eat. I can't get arrested out here. Coco's won't hire me. Mace, I'm yeah. going to make you feel better. Okay. That's awesome. When I moved back to L.A. after college, after I got a master's degree from Stanford, okay? Yep. I said, you know what? I just need a, I had a little gig, but it wasn't paying me very much. I need to pick up a little work on the side. I went to Coffee Bean. Coffee Bean? Were you Coffee a barista? Bean. No, they turned me down. Oh, no. They literally said, what kind of food service experience do you have? And I to said- To make coffee? Right. And I said- I don't know, a degree from Stanford? I don't. Does that help? But I mean, I volunteered one night I... for like McDonald's night where I ran the cashier. Like, I Well, you know, we're doing that. McDonald's. So a while back to like two weeks ago, a friend of mine said, uh, <laughs> you've never had an honest day's work. I'm like, no, I can do an honest day's work. I totally can. Um, and I sent Bergman down to Starbucks and uh, Bergman says me and Ireland are going to barista together at some future date. Down here? Down here, right downstairs. Oh, that's awesome. Need to know. People are going to give us the most complicated drink. Order. That is and awesome. And you need to do it in the morning yeah. when people are in a hurry. Oh, <laughs> you, because if you do it at like three... Yeah. You're gonna get some traffic. I'm not even sure I'm qualified for Walmart greeter. I mean, <laughs> I, let alone. You, no, you could be a Walmart. You could be a Walmart greeter. But like, I actually was. I want extra about pumps in the there. I, bean, I, I wouldn't even know what that means. They, they wouldn't take me. But Ramona, you just I ended said up you have a master's lesson. degree from Stanford. I have a feeling you could figure out coffee bean. I, I know, but they didn't give me a chance. <laughs> They and what did you end up okay. doing? Ramon, I gave right. some softball lessons on the side. Softball lessons. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, You're very was, qualified for that. I was very qualified, but it was harder because I had to like drive to the kids. You got a bucket like, of balls in your trunk of your car. There's a lot going yeah, on Yeah, but there. it was all, you know, it was like I'd, I'd drive out there. I, I realized it wasn't very cost. I charged $25 an hour. And I, I would drive out there. That would take me like 30 minutes. I would give the lesson for an hour and take another 30 minutes back. So it was like, I made 25 bucks for like three hours of my day. And I was like, that's just not going to work. What's the hardest job, like physically the most demanding job you've ever physically had? Physically or yes. just most difficult? Both. Okay. So most difficult was telephone solicitor. Ooh. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. It was that, I, yeah. I still remember this. You, you had a script. What were you selling? Um Hi, Mr. Johnson. It's uh, Steve from the Key Corporation. I'm wondering what type of material you have on the outside of the home there. Oh, no. And you know you got to say yeah, it all I'm trying, before they try to siding. Yeah, oh. and they and they and you have to say all of it before they hang up on you. Correct. And then then I got You don't say how you. are you? Right. Because if you say how are you, they say uh, I'm Is hanging up on you. Is it the assumed I'm supposed to know you and I'm waiting to try to figure out who you are? Is that the play? I don't know. I hook some of them. I how do many, remember how that. How much siding Mostly did you sell? People, right? I sold a fair amount of siding in my in my day. <laughs> Damn right you did. Damn right I you did. I sold a fair amount of siding. Damn right you I, did. I killed that job. But it was terrible. It was terrible. He broke yeah. records month after month. <laughs> Talk about failure rate. It was like oh. one in five. Oh, yeah. Did you get somebody to have oh, a Oh, I would have guessed much worse. Than oh. It's one in 50. You must have been pretty good. I would have guessed one in 500. Physically was uh, landscaping. Yeah, that's brutal. I, we, uh, My brother and I landscaped a couple of uh, stores and you know, dug and planted and all oh. that. As my, my best friend demanding. from high school had a mother who owned a Montessori school. Okay. And so they wanted to redo the playground. Of the And it was... The, the like the sandbox area and it's a, roughly the size of this studio okay okay give or take and they wanted us to dig it down to about a foot mm -hmm. 
and fill it with sand. Oh, uh, yeah. You think, okay, if, it, you have no idea. It was truckload after truckload after truckload of dirt and rock shoveling. You, yeah. We should have rented one of those those little bobcat things and done yeah. it in a couple or hours. Or get uh, Taylor to run the forklift. Yeah. <laughs> get Taylor to run the forklift. By the way, Taylor is just... He, he hates LeBron's guts. No, but, no, no, <laughs> but he's just all of a sudden... It's great. On the show a yeah. lot. Yeah. Wonderful. Crack open that mic. He's Wonderful. funny. All right, very quickly. We should uh, start a construction company, a 710 construction company. Yeah, exactly. So LeBron had a picture of him dunking the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it yep. said, this was the caption underneath the picture from LeBron James' Instagram account. How long will you be taken for granted? <laughs> There's so much to this tweet. It's so oh, much. God. First of Help all, us out. Who's the you in this? That's the first thing I okay. asked Al. Who, the, who's we, he talking to? Right? and Because you know why? If you do it that way, then you can say, well, I wasn't talking about myself. It's exactly I mean, what I... Like, because who do you think he's it, talking about? Oh, of course he's himself. talking about himself. Come there's, on now. There's three people, right? He's uh-huh. talking about the Lakers. He's talking about the fans. Or he's talking about something else. Yeah. Those are the three yous in this, potentially. Am Let I me mit- translate this. I am feeling unappreciated. Yeah. By whom? By everyone. Like, by the world. By, by the, the universe. By everybody from Stephen A to Steve Mason. Le- LeBron has not been the brunt of the criticism no, of this team. No, he's definitely not. It's been Russ. It's been the shooters. It's been AD. AD. Today, it was a little Le- more noise around Anthony Davis. LeBron has not gotten much heat. No, the and he has not very well None. either. Yeah, no, he, he's been mediocre. He's been okay. He's, he's been, been mediocre. He's been pretty leading the, leading the league in turnovers right Look, now. Yeah. Uh, no, is is this unfair terrible. to say he's the best player on an 0 four team? Is that what he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I think that's. I don't what see it is. anybody better. No, who's who's the you? Is it the team? No. Is it his teammates? No, it's is it the front him. office? Got to be him. No, he's talking about himself. He's talking about himself. He just does it in a way where he has deniability. Who's underappreciating him? Who's the person doing the underappreciated? No, it's not underappreciated. It's taken for granted. Taken for granted. His words. His words are taken for granted. He's basically saying, "You're wasting me, man. You're wasting this." Oh, you think it's directed not at fans, but at the team, the organization. Yeah, we're wasting my last good years. Uh, I mean, there's so much to it, isn't it? Oh, he couldn't have thought that this was going to result in a bunch of wins. Not with this group. I don't know. Probably not 0 and 4 th- and 22% from the three I thought point line. healthy AD, healthy LeBron, we got a shot. But they should have won that Portland game. They should have won Portland game. They should have been Look, at least 1 and 3. You could argue they could have won this, the Clippers game, too. They're not going to um, go 0 and 82. I feel no. confident nope. in saying that. Schedule but loosens up a little bit. They, what was their Vegas over? And it was 44 and a half, I yeah. want to say. Right. Um, that feels like a million miles yeah, away. Yeah, it does. That seems really like a long. If you've got the under. <laughs> you hold you're on in, to the ticket. You're in good shape. <laughs> Save that ticket. We'll let you guys unpack the uh, Instagram mystery. It's coming up next. It's Mason in Ireland. Ramona's in for Ireland. We'll see you tomorrow.